Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective, and maybe meet some characters along the way. I'm your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, Coach Costanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, Baby Tyler Schnupp. Hello. Baby Tyler, how's games? Games be good. Um I I I beat uh Ghost of Tsushima um in regular mode and now I'm doing it in Kurosawa mode. My uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Kurosawa mode. The game is based on the films of Kurosawa. Uh what does that change? It turns it all uh black and white and it in they there's a Japanese dub and you know subtitles but wow. what throws me off is that these subtitles go along with the English speaking actor so it, it's like there's something just like a little bit off about it wow yeah it's probably what people feel like in Japan if they watch English subs yeah yeah it's a <laughs> it's a real trip I'll tell you what throws me off about that game okay how's games for you <laughs> games is good uh the villain of ghost of tsushima he's played by the gym coach from glee the villain is yeah the is his name con he's a con yeah i can't he, remember his full name he's the gym coach i used to watch a lot of glee and so i have this guy's face burned into my mind I didn't remember, and then I saw him, and I, I had to look it up. He was clearly motion capped in. He's a great performer. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, Patrick Gallagher, I believe is his name. Okay. Yeah, but, I guess friend of the pod, huh? Friend of the pod, <laughs> yeah. Because we <laughs> yeah. like him. Even um, though he does awful things in that game. Yes, yes, he does. Um, and also, I want to bring back um, another friend of the pod, Claudia Domit plays Farah in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. You yeah, know. Someone we don't know, but is, of course, friend of the pod because yeah. we like her. You shouted her out in the very first episode, Miss Claudia, you're amazing, and if you ever want to come on with Patrick Gallagher, <laughs> you know, you have an open invitation. Yeah. Uh, now, we're just going to get right into it because we got a special guest today, Tyler. Mm-hmm. If One that we said this... we were going to bring it at the very beginning and instead did the podcast regular. <laughs> it's only been three minutes. Uh... <laughs> right. A little longer than usual. Look, we're stalling because we're nervous because <sighs> this is such a huge special guest today. Uh, boy, I'm nervous even <laughs> introducing her. <laughs> Look, here's the truth. This guest is somebody who's been here behind the scenes the entire time we've done this show. You just haven't heard her speak yet. So, gang, please welcome our producer, Lindsay Deming. Hey, guys. I'm so Hello. happy to be on the mic this, this time, and I appreciate that heavily ironic introduction, Nick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you're welcome. Lindsay, how's games? Oh, man. Games are rocking and rolling so hard right now. Uh, my husband and I just got the Oculus Quest 2. So game, I mean, Whoa. it's given the reactivator a run for its money, let me tell you guys, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of going inside video games these days. Um, and it's yeah. so fun. Yeah, I guess we should just do switch this to be an Oculus Rift <laughs> podcast. Well, quest, look, it's the quest. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, we're really going into video games. I get that motion controlling, you know, virtual reality. It's close, but like we're actually inside the games. There's right. a distinction. Right, right. Um, yeah, Reactivator is real. The Oculus Quest is more of an uncanny valley kind of a situation. And can I um, say... Frankly, I've been hearing this too much. People say we do improv on this show, and that is that is a slap in the damn face, okay? It is. We hate improv. We hate improv. We think it's lowbrow. It's it's not a good it's not even a feasible art form. I mean, why would anybody do that? If we did improv on this podcast, I would 
I would jump into traffic. That would be it. This would be yeah. unlistenable. I I'd feel the same way, and I'd probably jump back into Frogger, and then be the little frog and jump into traffic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would um, shoot myself. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yikes. Was that too dark? Uh, edit <laughs> that out yourself. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to get Lindsay on that edit button. Yeah, okay. Let me just make a note here. Now, Lindsay, I hear that one of your favorite games is a little game called Minecraft. Oh, thank you for bringing that up, Nick. I'm absolutely obsessed with Minecraft. As so far as one can beat Minecraft, I have beaten Minecraft, but it's not really wow. a game that you can beat. I've Are beat we talking? The so there's there's a giant dragon, right? There is a dragon, and I'm on a server with some folks, and I'm fairly new to Minecraft. Actually, I started um, summer of 2020, and now it's you know winter 2021. So I haven't been playing that long. I'm on a server with people, and to beat the dragon, you have to, like, go to this special, like, realm in the world. You have to en find a portal, enter the portal, the dragon's there. So I really wanted to go to this extra realm. No one else was interested in it, so I went alone, and I needed to beat the dragon to go on my adventure in that realm. It's called the End. And, um... So I went ahead and did that, and little did I know, there's only one dragon for the whole server. So I just, like, went ahead and just, like, did this super fun boss challenge alone, and now no one gets to. Oh, my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> I know. I feel so bad, but I didn't know. Otherwise, I would have, like, brought folks along. Hey, they didn't want to do it. You went and took care of business. You shouldn't feel bad about that. No, I shouldn't. But, uh, yeah, building some pretty cool things in Minecraft, guys. Uh, totally obsessed with the game. I watch uh, YouTube videos of Minecraft all the time. I wanted to do Minecraft for this episode, but I got uh, shot down by Tyler. Yeah, I, yeah, I said, mm -hmm. uh, there's no way we're doing that. B baby games are my thing. <laughs> Right, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's yeah, no way I'm having the producer show me up in that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, honestly, you were right to slap her down. <laughs> yeah, Nick agreed, but, but Nick gets none of the flack. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in silent agreement over here. Um, now, I got a question for you, Lindsay. Uh, I understand that you're a podcast producer. <laughs> yeah, you're just keeping with the irony. Yep, I am. What's your I experience? Produce like a, uh, okay, I produce like a mediocre podcast. A yeah, gaming. and also this podcast, uh, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, now, uh, Tyler, <laughs> what's a question you've always wanted to ask, Lindsay, wow. about producing the show? Okay. Um. Uh, wow. Really wasn't expecting that. Um, who's better, Nick or me? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think either of you are better than the other. You're, you're both beautiful on your own, but as a team, you're a really, you're a real, cost, uh, someone in Costello. <laughs> Who was that team? <laughs> that comedy team Abbott from back Costello? in the day? Abbott. Yeah. I was going to say Albert. You're a real Albert and Costello. Yeah, we're Alvin and the Costellos, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're a real Penn and Teller. You're a real Ooh. Jay and Silent Bob. I'm picking two duos with one person is silent. One time I was at a Real Food Daily, which is a vegan restaurant in West Hollywood, and Penn Gillette was there, and uh, he was a friend of a friend. They recognized each other. My friend Christy, shout out, went up and said hi to him. And she looked at me and she sort of, I could see she pointed at me. It was like, I'm with that guy. And then he looked at me and then I looked away and I was too scared to say anything to him. Okay. Were you starstruck? I was. I think he's great. Gillette? Okay. The voice of Comedy Central. No, he's not. From like 2000 to 2006 or something. Right. Yeah. Right now it's David Borey, who I sort of know. Well, it was know. Penn. <laughs> and I didn't know Comedy Kinane. Central had a right. voice. Mm -hmm. Only on Comedy Central. Oh, that voice. Yeah. I forgot right. about TV. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, yeah. In general. 
That's because we're all too busy on these apps. Right? <laughs> well, what a perfect segue, yeah, Nick. <laughs> it's time for Nick's Tinder uh, Binder. <laughs> so I matched with the woman on Tinder, um, and I shouldn't say her name, but... No, you shouldn't. Uh, uh, thinking about it. <laughs> no, don't do it. No need. Say what it's say what it starts with, and then what the second letter is, like you did last time. Starts with an A, <laughs> and then it has an L, and there okay. aren't too many letters after that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, I really should not be talking no. about this at all. But uh, look, we started chatting, and. Um, for once, things are going okay, and okay. I just try not to imagine all the ways it could fall apart. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. Is this still a gaming podcast? Right, and th- <laughs> th- that's that's okay. First off, we have a couple strikes against us uh, to begin with here, Nick. But uh, and as we all know, three star street three strikes, you're out. First off. You and I are two white men who host a podcast. I'm lumping that together. <laughs> Number two, okay. this podcast is about video games. Strike two, right there. Yes. You add dating? <laughs> dating troubles into a podcast like this? That's a third strike. Well, you, you just sound like stand-up comics at this point. <laughs> No, okay. What are you talking about? I know. He already said we're white men. <laughs> yeah, right. We like we, video games and complain about dating. We have a damn reactivator. We were talking about it. You found it at a friggin'. Uh, where'd you find it? I found it at a garage sale, and a guy with a mustache and an Italian accent gave it to me for barely any money. Right. Look, but and Tyler, we are inexplicably able to duplicate that and send it to guests. Across the country during it's, a global pandemic. It's not inexplicable. There's a very good reason that I'm sure we'll get to down the line. <laughs> we have to explain the lore more. Um, but it's look. a 3D printer. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler, don't you think that we just need to expand our, you know, um, horizons a little bit on what is a game? What constitutes a game? I think these apps... Yeah, there's like games, right, you know. This guy thinks love it's, is a game. It's so true, and when you match, that's like a a level you have to complete, and the first date is like the next level. Look, this AL woman, she's got a candy crush on my heart. Okay, all right. That's sweet. I I do hope it goes well for you, Nick. Thanks, I'll blow it. Now it's time for Costanza's Call of Duty And he Porter. gets two. And he gets two. The more things change, the more they stay the same. 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. The numbers, Mason. You muppet. Revenge is like a ghost. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty Corner, where I talk about all things COD. Uh, I was watching the impeachment hearings this week, and... <laughs> They were voting on the right to debate the impeachment. And I, I was watching it on Twitter, and there was a chat going along the C-SPAN feed. Um, and no one really knew what was going on. I personally, I came in a little late. I wasn't sure. So everybody was like, what's going on? What's going on? And I said uh, in the chat, they're ver- <laughs> they're voting on whether or not to nerf the DMR. And that got a little pop. I got some smiley uh, reactions. <sighs> was that Call of Duty Corner? <laughs> As a first part, um, I I have a bigger update that I'm saving for next week. Little tease okay. for you. That's more game related. Okay. Um, oh, save the uh, impeachment trial Twitter chat for my episode. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get it out there that I made a joke that wasn't original. So a lot of people have been making that joke. I did it, and I got rewarded for it. And okay, frankly, I'm proud of myself. Oh, and then also, um, 
while I'm just talking about things that are vaguely related to Call of Duty. I was playing, uh, and video games, I was playing movie catch-up in quarantine, and I watched Extraction on Netflix, the Chris Hemsworth movie. Anybody see this? Seen this? Hear about this? No. Oh, I was thinking of Extract, the one with Jason Bateman. By Mike Judge. Yeah, I have not seen Extraction. Extraction is a movie about Chris Hemsworth, who's an Australian mercenary who goes to India to save a little boy who's been kidnapped. It is a Call of Duty campaign. It is like watching a Call of Duty movie. I personally, I thought it was better than the reviews said, because people were like, he's a white savior, which is true, and that there's lots of other problems, and that's true. But as just an action spectacle thought it was pretty good and i've been watching a lot of ebert and siskel on youtube and boy those guys were great talkers you know just those reviews flowed like wine and so i'm thinking that this this being part of the call of duty segment is so infuriating to me (laughs) there's a part so far from games you you called it the movie catch-up game is what you're what you're playing right now (laughs) yeah you know about tinder He's talking about, go on, it's like, Netflix. it's like a game, you know, you watch these movies, you catalog them, you put them on Letterboxd at Nick Costanza, and uh, everybody goes and subscribes to at Nick Costanza on Letterboxd, and they like all the reviews. Okay. <laughs> Alright, that's my um, Okay, so I won't be watching Extraction. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's just like Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, uh. I'm kind of on Tyler's side with the the Call of Duty thing. I actually haven't played it yet, but I did download it, and it was like a hundred thousand million gigabytes big, and I still haven't played it. Yes. I'm not, yeah. It's huge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will play it at some point. No need. Um, <laughs> now on to my segment, I suppose. Right. Yeah, yeah it's it. time. Um, so this one, I guess this would be the emulation station, but it's the exact opposite of an emulator. This is, it's just to talk about baby games. So I got, I got physical copies, a, a physical copy of, uh, we'll just call this baby games. Uh, I got a physical copy of a PSP, the Katamari PSP game, me and my Katamari for my PSP. And uh, and I've been playing it a lot, and I think it's very fun. But I also got this case, which the player can't... The player, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> the uh, viewer can't see, but it's a Katamari case for my PSP. Uh, oh, it's the little prince's head. Mm-hmm. It's his little pill-shaped head. Yeah. It's great. Oh, that's so cute. Maybe I'll yeah. post a picture of that. How's that game compare to... Um, beautiful Katamari, a game we've previously discussed. Uh, frankly, it's uh, a lot harder to control on the PSP, but oh. I am doing my oh. best, um, and it's been pretty fun. And when you lose, you're, uh, you're the, you're, your dad, the king of all cosmos, uh, punches you, and you have to dodge his punches. Wow. You, yeah. That makes it more fun. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And you, it's easy. It's like the, the levels are a little harder. They give you less time. It's kind mm. of uh, it's it's strange. Um, Does the PSP have a joystick? Yeah, it's or oh, sort okay. of. It's like a little, um, yeah, a little little thing. You know, Chris Hemsworth slapped several children in Extraction. <laughs> this is true. He has are a fight scene with street rats in India where he doesn't kill any, but he multiple times slaps them across the face. It's my favorite part of the movie. It's like slap those brats. I okay. changed my mind. I'm definitely watching Extraction now. Wow. <laughs> a white guy goes and slaps street rats in where? India? It's Bangladesh. I'm sorry. It is Bangladesh. Oh, Bangladesh. Okay. End of my segment then. <laughs> I like your case, but we should note that that looks like a, like a carrying case. It's not like yeah. a skin for it or anything no it's no just it's like a, a little safekeeping pouch yeah it is and i but i wanted to show it off i got that and the physical copy of the game i have a little case and everything it's fun so it's got it does the little like whir sound that we've talked about on this wow. show um it's fun it's nice That's to adorable. it's nice to hold 
Speaking of nice to hold, uh, I don't have anything. What? That was such a good segment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, I got one. We're in transition. <laughs> Speaking of nice to hold, my Nintendo Switch, on which I played our game of the week. Uh, here we go. Oddworld Abe's Odyssey is a two-dimensional platform game developed by Oddworld Inhabitants and published by GT Interactive. The game was released on September 18th, 1997 on PlayStation and PC. The first in the Oddworld series, Abe's Odyssey follows the titular character as he seeks to escape the factory where he has been enslaved by the dastardly corporate overlord Moloch. The player controls Abe, a Mudakan who can speak. Mudakan. Mudakan. The player controls Abe, a Mudakan who can sneak through the facility and use Don't various edit abilities. That, <laughs> edit it. No, that that embarrassment will live. Edit, edit it. In perpetuity. Well, he sneaks through the facility and uses various abilities to rescue fellow prisoners and bring down the corporation of Rupture Farms, which has started processing. Mudakin. Mudakin? Mudakin. Prisoners into ice cream pops. Also, this game is really freaking hard. Abe's Odyssey received praise for its graphics and well rendered cutscenes, as well as its innovative gameplay, with some mixed reception directed at its steep learning curve. The game sold over 1 million units by 1998 and several multiple sequels and remakes i actually typed that uh were created uh though ultimately planned as a quintology production was halted after the second game as the team transitioned into making films Lindsay, oh i didn't know that sorry <laughs> they made films and i haven't <laughs> seen these so they didn't really. They were going to make some movies. At least one is finished and has never been released. I think it's from like 2005. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting story with uh, old Oddworld inhabitants. Now, I didn't write this down, but I know that besides remaking this game as Oddworld New and Tasty in the last couple of years, there's another one coming out in 2021, mm-hmm. um, which I'm. It, it's a remake of... Uh, Oddworld Exodus, but it seems to have plenty of new features. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Can't wait. So, Lindsay, I hear this is one of your favorite games. It is one of my favorite games. It's it's I think the game that like really got me into gaming as an adult. Like I was kind of into it as a kid, but um and it's weird because it came out in 97 when I was a kid. Um, but like we had a PlayStation and like, you know, the aughts at some point and we had Oddworld and uh, I just fell in love with it. And it expanded my mind into what games could be. Cause at that time I was like, Oh, it's like racing games, platformers like Sonic and Mario and like shooting games. And I wasn't really interested in those. And that's kind of all I knew was out there. Um, so Oddworld really blew my mind because it like it hit all those perfect little things that I love about gaming in general. You know, like p- problem sol- puzzle solving, um, not doing too much shooting. It's more about <laughs> saving. It's not about shooting. It's about rescuing. That's um, very true. The the creator was like, yeah, I wanted to create a game where the protagonist wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't shooting with a gun. And yet, you can possess the people with guns and just shoot theirs. <laughs> you can. You can do that. But there's something, like, uh, different about that when the mm-hmm. objective isn't like, oh, I have a gun. I need to kill all these bad guys. Sure. It's like, I need to, like, do a meditation thing. Take over the body of one of the bad right. guys. And, and then I can shoot in one of two directions. Right. <laughs> so... To expand on that a little bit more, your character Abe is just a simple slave worker. He's basically just a little alien in a loincloth, and his abilities are more mental and spiritual than anything else. He can't fight hand-to-hand. He can sneak around, and then he has these meditative possession abilities where you can control the mind of other people, but only sometimes... Um, 
if you're in the light, you can get caught and things like that. Um, but the game, yeah, your your physical protagonist never actually holds a gun, which was the creator's intent. Um, Lindsay, I'm curious because uh, you said you played this game as a kid, but how did it come back into your life as an adult? No, I played it as a young adult. I never played oh, it as a kid. I didn't I even see. know about it as a kid. I don't remember how we got our hands on an Odd World, you know, PlayStation disc back in like 2009. <laughs> but uh, we did. Um, oh, you know, I do remember. It was a college friend recommended it. Okay. Um, yeah, a friend recommended it who was also kind of like a goofy, artsy kind of a guy. Um, so, yeah, that's how it came back into my life. Um, and I just loved it from the second I started playing. But then, of course, I played it all the way through, thought I won. And then at the end, you get like these stats of like how many fellow Mudokans you saved and how many perished on, in, in, on your journey. And like I saved like five or something the first time oh, I played. Whoa. Like, that is so I'd, few. It's so bad. I didn't understand the objective of the game. I just thought it was to like get to the end, because um, they're not very clear about no. what what you have to do. And there's tons of secret hidden little um, parts where these guys are hidden, like in shadows. You have to drop through a hole or climb down a thing, and like they're as early as the first screen. Um, so yeah. you have to play it again. You really have to play it twice at least. Yeah. So when you played it the first time, did you get the bad ending? Um, I think I did get the bad ending. Mm -hmm. Tyler, do you want to break down what happens? Spoilers for this game. And I wanted to say that too. Um, nobody's really bugged us about it yet, but spoilers for every game we talk about. We're talking about someone's favorite game. It's going to get spoiled. That said, I know, go like ahead. last <laughs> week on Pokemon Yellow, like, that whole cousin glitch situation where you can make Pikachu ejaculate or whatever. I right, know that was a that huge was such a spoiler. spoiler for me. <laughs> I don't want to play it anymore. I wanted to find out how horny Pikachu could get on my own. <laughs> me too. Um, yeah, you get two. There's two different endings you get if you do save like a certain amount of of uh, Mudokins. No, that's wrong. Uh, you uh, you get you uh, you you sort of. All of your Mudokan friends um, meditate at the same time to save you, and they blow up all your cap all the capitalist overlords. Um, and if you kill uh, or don't save uh, enough of them, uh, they let you rot, and then they you get grinded up. That's brutal. Yeah, but if you save enough of them, you do get to watch your capitalist overlords uh, be destroyed in front of your eyes. Yes. The Moloch, who is a Gluckon. Mm -hmm. He's got a cool cigar, sign of capitalist pigs. Uh -huh. <laughs> the man antagonists, they look like these mob bosses. They appear outwardly frightening. That's another reveal late in the game. They actually have these weak, feeble bodies. They're just holding themselves up on giant arms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those arms, for a sec, I thought I was playing Last of Us 2. <laughs> All right, folks. No. Uh, uh, yes, I do. I love, uh, I've, I've said it a couple times, I do love the anti-capitalist uh, sentiment of this entire mm -hmm. game. It's uh, pretty wonderful. And when I said the thing about cigars, I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't have said cigars have a lot to do with capitalism. Uh, we got uh, Fidel Castro, of course, loved his cigars. Uh, Great guy. <laughs> right? A, 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 a strong communist man. Um, uh, and so I... <laughs> Let it be known, Reactivators <laughs> firmly believes Fidel Castro was a strong communist man. He was. And, uh, um, and uh, cheers to all my comrades. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Anyways, uh, let's, uh, we, we can move on. Well, I also really liked the anti-corporate themes of the game. Not that corporations are bad. Okay. <laughs> They're mostly <All> good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the stance of this podcast. Okay. All right. But well, on the topic of... 
on the topic of stances, that's something I always like in a game in general, especially a story-based game where there is, you know, there's probably a hero's journey for the protagonist, but there's also these subtle themes, these metaphors. This one is not that subtle. It's not Sonic. It's not Sonic the Hedgehog subtle of, you know, Dr. Robotnik has this machinery and he's taking over the animal's world. There's sort of like a corporatization of the environment. Um, This, it's obvious, like you're working for a giant corporation and trying to escape. But I found that really interesting and refreshing. And I, I immediately sided with Abe in his plight. Like, you can't get much lower down than he is at the start of this game. And you're rooting for him to escape and get everybody out with him. Right. And now that we've said all that, let's talk about the fart button. Um, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny, dude. There is a dude. fart button. There is a fart button. They had to put it in there. They had one more like slot on the D-pad they had to fill, and they're like, what can we fill it with? <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about is subtlety of themes, you know, in the <laughs> game. It just has so much to say. <laughs> but it is, that, that fart button is very important throughout, I would say, half the game. Uh, I mean, yeah, because you have uh, your main uh, uh, offense in this game is is your is your words, your language. You mm-hmm. know, am mm-hmm. I right, wow. comrades? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> aye, aye. Aye, yeah, aye. you like um, <laughs> you talk. The, the way you rescue the fellow Mudokins is by talking to them. You say hello, <laughs> and then you tell them to follow you. Right. Follow me. That's pretty good. <laughs> <gasps> that was really good. Well, that Wow! Um, that's him falling. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then the splat sound. Right. Nick knows a lot about that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we should talk about that. I played this game on stream at Nick Stanza on Twitch last week, and boy, I died so many times. I had Tyler on there trying to walk me through it, giving me pointers, but. I was shocked by how difficult I found this. And I should preface this a little too with, um, I know that this is a franchise that exists, but it wasn't until I saw an old um, like Mountain Dew can for Munch's Odyssey that I, I remember thinking, oh, I remember that alien on the can. Besides that, I have never heard of this franchise before. I'd never played one of these games. It was all entirely new to me, and I found it so tough it was fun but it was really hard what did you play it on i was playing the new nintendo switch version Oddworld world oh, new yeah, and tasty right. oh that's interesting because yeah. i thought if you were playing it on a computer i can understand why you sucked ass but <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a switch i mean <laughs> i don't get it i will say because i played this when i was a kid and i could never beat it um but uh and so I got really good at the first like two levels and then I was like, well, I'm done. Um, but I remembered those. So like I had sort of an advantage when I had beaten it a couple months ago for the first time. But I will say that some of the, the controls on the switch, like for the remake, they're a little more finicky. I think the controls are hugely important on this game mm-hmm. because there are so many like little combos you have to do. I mean, it's just basically a lot of running and jumping and rolling. Right. Um, but uh, the, the, the levels are like puzzles in that you kind of have to do it in a precise way. Um, so if your controller or your keyboard's not working out for you, I can totally see how this game would be so hard. Right. And that being said, uh, I was pretty good at it on the Switch, so Nick has no excuse. Right, right. Okay. Well, come on. Yeah, you know. No, I, I'm joking. Of course, you uh, you're all pros now, but it must have been tough for you, Lindsay, when you first started. Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is like you know there is that barrier to entry when it comes to video games. I mean, Tyler, you've talked about it. Like, if you feel like you kind of suck at a game, you don't like it. And yeah, I feel like yeah. this was the first game that I was actually kind of good at. So for some reason. It worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so, again, I just don't get why you struggled. But, I mean, not 
Not all of us can be I, expert at this extremely challenging game. So I I will say I had the greatest time watching it on uh, the stream because I was there, but I was on a lag because I couldn't see uh, Nick's exact screen. But I I knew exactly what to do because it was the first two levels that I had like done when I was a kid. Very, so I knew them pretty well. And it was so funny to be like, don't do that. And then five seconds later, he would have been exploded. He's like, well, just wait for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to fix that leg somehow. If anybody has tips, rate us five stars on iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) And follow me. Is that pretty good? (laughs) Oh, that's so good. That's good. Um, No, Nick, all joking aside, the the game is kind of challenging. It is very um, Yeah. I tried to do a second playthrough uh, just because uh, I'd watch Nick, and I was like, "Well, I want to do it." And then I got stuck on a on a part, <laughs> and I was like, God, <laughs> "Like it's like getting very frustrated." But was it further than I'd gotten? Oh, much further. But um, <laughs> I was on Elam, uh, who is the uh, the the horse ish thing you ride. Yeah, it has that very kind of Yoshi vibe to it. You get a little guy you ride around. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Elam, and it's very sad whenever you have to leave him. Oh, it is. I like Yoshi. I used to get sad, especially if I'd like jump off him and he'd fall to his death. I know. Oh, yeah, I know. That was really sad. It's uh, in this one, uh, you do get shot at. So sometimes you and Elam get shot at, and yeah. you both oh. die, and it is horrific mm-hmm. to see it so many times in a row. Sounds like extraction. Just bullets flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. If you would have said Extraction was just like Oddworld, which it sounds like it is. I don't know why you didn't use that comparison. Uh, Well, the protagonist definitely uses a gun in Extraction. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to talk about how incredible the cutscenes are in this game. Yes. For 1997. Mm -hmm. Um, They, on the new release of the game, I don't think they changed much about the original animation. Maybe they added some like shaders or something like yeah. that, but I don't think so. Um, I, on the PlayStation though, I don't know Tyler if you experienced this, but it it's like the PlayStation couldn't handle how good the graphics were. <laughs> yeah. So it was always like really laggy and so many dropped frames and But weird. it also looked really pretty. <laughs> It looked really good, but the PlayStation could not handle yeah. it. So, like, watching it on the Xbox One whenever it came out, um, I was like, oh, wow, this is what, this was the intention. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah, I was reading about this. They look so good, and I watched um, comparisons with the remake and the original. In the remake, the colors are a little bit brighter, um, but there was there's still this atmosphere. It's like so creepy and, and unique, and it looks really good. And I read that the cutscenes were a big part of the game design because a lot of the animators had backgrounds in um, making high quality cutscenes, mm-hmm. um, possibly preceding this idea that they were going to go make a movie studio. They knew how to animate right. like that, um, but it, they, they're they so good. And I could see playing this game, and especially as a little kid, I always liked watching cutscenes. I know gamers are divided on that, but for me, I would play a game like this and feel like I want to beat the level so I can see what happens next. Yeah. Right. I'm very right. similar. It was very like early Pixar vibes, you know. Yeah. Yes, but much creepier looking. <laughs> yeah, darker. Yeah, much creepier. And the um gameplay itself, the 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 what what would you call it? Like the slides, the I don't know, the level you're playing mm-hmm. on. Um, also so beautiful. And one thing I remember shocking me was like, there are a couple of times when you'll go through a door and then in the foreground, and then instead of like taking you to a new location, it takes you through a door and now you're playing in the background. Mm-hmm. So yeah. your character's like really tiny and running across the screen in the background. And that, like when I was whatever, 20, just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, that is so creative. <laughs> um, and to this day, I think that's very creative. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now this is something I probably shouldn't say, and we actually might legit need to cut, but did anybody see the popsicle controversy? Do you know about this? 
No. The popsicle. No. At the start of the game, you walk in on er, Abe catches the um, Gluckins looking at their stat sheet and all the profits are down. And so they reveal they've got this popsicle that's got a Mudicon head. Shoot. I legit can't remember. (laughs) Uh, It's got a Mudokin head on it and they had to change that design abroad. And it's because this is so bad really mark this down for cut um why there was a murderer in japan who cut off a child's head and put it on the front steps of the school like the elementary school so that the kids would see it the next morning and they had to change the advertising because it looked similar the head of the mudokin on the lollipop Oh my god. Okay. That is very dark. <laughs> it is yeah. very dark. But I don't know if we should cut it. <laughs> really? It's so bad though. I, it's real life. That's the only like I was confused really because when I played the new and tasty uh I, it was like I don't remember a popsicle. I remember a head. It's much kiddier looking now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh I did not know that. That's that's uh the fucking creepy it's very gnarly right yeah that is very gnarly i respect them for making that editorial change yeah um i thought the pop i thought you were gonna say it's because it looked like a dick yeah and i was like like, we can keep that in the podcast yeah Yeah, no uh something much more horrifying yeah truly that's well well see that's why these the folks that made the odd world franchise are just good solid people thank you who understand world. the pain of this world um and of course that fart button smash that fart button so <laughs> <laughs> tyler you don't have the f- the sound effects this time i was hoping you would link up your midi controller yeah odd world sounds yeah i don't have any that's okay there's the slags well, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, quickly, let's talk about the species that appear in the game. Oh, right. So we have the paramites mm-hmm. and the scrabs. Yeah. Uh, those are two, like, they're like defense system characters for the rupture farms. But they're also being turned into meat mm-hmm. by rupture farms. So Abe kind of goes through their little worlds yeah to sort of like get through it and save all the mudokins in their worlds so those are the scrabs look like what do they look like they look like a a crab and a scarab (laughs) they they have these they're the ones that sort of punch you with their face right yeah they have like big like beak kind of thing yeah yeah and then legs no arms and then sort of (laughs) similar looking are the slicks Right, they those sort are of like the, the squid guys with machine guns. Yeah, the yeah. squids and, and they're machine really guns. dumb. Wait, and they're sort of the um, henchmen of the uh, the Gluckins, which look what? like giant octopuses. The heads, Ow. the Ow. the squ- the sligs. The, yeah, the sligs are the henchmen. I'm really showing off. You said my, they uh, look like octopuses. They, yeah, they look can like. Can you just keep doing that in the background? <laughs> Wait. Wait. What exactly do slugs look like? Do they look like squid or do they look like octopus? Slugs <laughs> look like squids. What? <laughs> Cluckins look like octopuses. At least their heads do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> I played this a lot. It's um, that's for the dogs. You also have the little dogs. Oh yeah, the dogs are the worst. Mm-hmm. They tear you to bits. Yeah, so fast. Get up. <laughs> um, was there a dog moment in Extraction? I think the dog barks in the background. Yeah, oh, good. Last Indeed. of Us too. 
I can't wait to talk about this game. Tyler and I texted about it a little bit. You yeah. kill so many dogs in it. <laughs> That's not why I'm Are excited to talk serious? about it. But <laughs> Ty or Nick yeah. brutally Sla- yeah. slapping children and killing dogs. You do, and to be fair, you do. You you also kill dogs in Ghost of Tsushima, which I've been like, I love this game. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part yet. Yeah, you, well, you kill well. little chows. It's sad. I just I just want to formally apologize to you guys for selecting a game where no children or dogs get murdered. I know how much you want to talk about it. <sighs> yeah. I guess this game's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Lindsay, it sounds like you're a fan of this game, <laughs> Oddworld Games Odyssey. Huge fan. I am. Uh, have you ever been inside Oddworld? Gosh, unfortunately, it's not available for the Quest Two that I that I got now. So no, I haven't. Jeez, Louise, Jesus humble Christ. brag, humble brag. <laughs> um, well, to say that we sent you a reactivator isn't exactly accurate because we gave you one when we started the show. It's sort of a right. Gift. You three D printed me one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll cut it. We 3D printed uh, one and left it at your place, and it's just sort of been gathering dust there. But I know. I just stare at it wondering, when will they invite me <laughs> on the podcast? Uh-huh. Well, the time is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were thinking we could uh, plug our reactivators in with this game, and I'll jump inside it. I cannot wait. That sounds awesome. Okay. All right. Here uh, we go. Follow me. <laughs> All right, our profits are down. We gotta figure out a new solution. Uh, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, well, there's lots of slaves here. And I was sort of thinking candy. Wait, 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 huh? wait. <laughs> oh, it seems like the the guards like it. Guards like it. Hey, guards, shut up. It was a business meeting. What? Everybody keeps interrupting. That's why my ideas aren't so good. Everybody keeps yelling in the background. I just want to get my ideas out. Okay. I was thinking candy. You know, we did lollipops. We did... Uh, popsicles uh-huh. and I was thinking we might do uh, like saltwater taffy with somebody's internal organs wait, 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 wait. oh my god leave me alone they love it <sighs> why do you let them in here they're my bodyguards <sighs> alright there's been a uh, people sneaking around uh, professor zoidberg <laughs> no <laughs> I just want to get my ideas out, okay? All right, go for it. <laughs> All right, so saltwater taffy, that's one. And then I was thinking, like, a, another hard candy, but not a lollipop, because we kind of did the stick thing. Doug, shoot it! <laughs> we see they don't shoot it. Come on. I'm leading well, this then. business meeting. We cut to a, a couple of Mujakins, um peering in down to this uh, work meeting. Oh, no. <laughs> they want to make popsicles out of our internal organs. I have a bad feeling about this. Uh, oh, I feel like it, it could be a possible problem for hey. us. Hey, Abbott and Costello, get back to work. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yoink. I pull uh, his, his little uh, burlap uh, uh, strap <laughs> around his waist. It snaps. It's really funny. <laughs> it's like, that's a joke. <laughs> All the Mudokans watching are farting and laughing. Costello. Yes. I... I 
I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't have my internal organs. Will I be able to do all the slave jobs that I have here if I don't have my intestines? I don't think so. This this is, I love this bit. Watch this. I bonk him on the head with the giant hammer that I pull out of thin air. Boink. Hey, Ooh. we could, oh. we gotta do another bit. Uh, Mood docs on first. <laughs> Moves on first. What? <laughs> Who? Ah, uh, boo! <sighs> We're dying out here. We uh, we oh, we I'm... see a, a one of the slay guards is coming up. Oh, uh, wash the floor. What? Well, I just, well, I can't work. I can't work or do comedy under these conditions. I'm just too distressed out of not having my internal organs. We're gonna have to stop the leaders of Rupture Farms. Really? Whoa. We see they both get shot because they're talking about. <laughs> they, they, they disappear into a flitter of birds and they're dead. Mm-hmm. We see the birds. They they fly. They fly all the way to Scrabi- Scrabina. Now I'm messing up the names. Elam is there in Scrabania, um, licking some honey mm-hmm. as the birds fly by. Ooh. Oh, if only someone were here to ride me. We see the birds start, they come up and they're, they start uh, cleaning off. It's like a Disney movie. It's Elam starts to sing. (laughs) If only someone were here to love me. The portal opens. Chris Hemsworth jumps out. <laughs> All right, I'm here for extraction. <laughs> oh no, Chris Hemsworth, the famous child slapper. Oh, Elam, better do something about him. Hey, your name's Elam. Tell me, how old are you, mate? Oh, don't say you're over eighteen. I'm over eighteen. Still a kid in my book. <laughs> Ow! You slapped me lightly. Oh, I love slapping kids, mate. All right, now I'm here to extract you. Let's get out of here. I'm grinding on your back. It's like it's a cab in Bangladesh. My dream. A white hero coming to rescue me. We see the birds start flying around as Elon starts another song. My white hero is here at once. He shoots his guns in the air. All right, I'm reloading. Uh, Mr. Hemsworth? Yeah? Do you think that the guys that guard this place look like octopus or squid? Because I can't decide. Well, let me think about it. I saw them both. I'm going to have to think, but I don't want to be interrupted. So, uh, give me a sec here. Squids. Uh, Mr. Uh, Hemsworth <laughs> has to think. Hey! He's got to think about the question. Ow! <laughs> I said enough's enough. I need another candy bar. Your blood sugar's low. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me that candy bar. I won't sing anymore. I'll take I'll take you. You know where I'll take you? Where? To para, Paramania. <laughs> wow. That's we see that's the other mystical world we see on uh, this is uh this is the, the uh, very far in the background and then we cut to the foreground just slightly and there's fidel castro with 
cigar lit and looking like a big, beautiful communist man <laughs> staring through. <laughs> and he ashes his cigar. He's like, now, comrades, he says. Oh, hello. Hello. It's Abbott and Costello. <laughs> we are here for Fidel Castro. <laughs> Uh, it's go time, comrades. <laughs> Throws them both a couple of cigars. Th- thank you, Mr. Castro. Uh, before we go on this mission with you, we have one question for you. Uh-huh. Can you take over people's minds and control their body with your mind like we can? I love this bit. Uh, finish the bit. Finish the bit. <laughs> All right. We're starting it. We're taking over a body. <laughs> Low, 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 oh, low, 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 low. Oh, what's we happened to me? <laughs> yeah, we take over Chris Hemsworth's body in the background. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to explode. If <laughs> <laughs> Fidel Castro's laughing and farting. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we meditate so much Chris Hemsworth explodes on the back of El- Elam. Oops. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> What did you think of that bit, Mr. Castro? Well, comrades, that was the greatest bit I've ever seen. Cheers. They all cheers their cigars. (laughs) Cheers. 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 Door busts open and Moloch walks in. Hey! I thought I was trying to think on candy ideas. We see his robe falls off. He's just <laughs> got big long legs. Huh? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Everybody starts laughing and farting. Stop laughing at me. This is embarrassing. And now for our <laughs> final number. We take over the, uh, the bad guy's ah. body. He walks up, gunk, 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 to Fidel Castro. They're eye to eye, facing off communism versus capitalism. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. It's like they're Dragon Ball Z characters. Uh, 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 And then slowly Ronald Reagan's head appears in the background and he says, tear down that wall. Ah! That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I kind of like it. And then Abbott and Costello. Ta-da. The aristocrats. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for um, for bringing me into the front of house. This was mm-hmm. super fun. You, I love working with you guys. Yeah. Thank you. It is a pleasure to have you here, and it's a pleasure to work with you every week. You truly make this show a ship that's afloat and not sinking. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> I'm a buoyant woman. <laughs> yeah. We say it all the time. Yep. That's it's my catchphrase. Well, do you have anything you'd like to plug this week? Um, I would just like to plug this podcast and ask if you haven't um, rated us on iTunes yet. It would be so awesome if you could give us some stars and some reviews. Um, that would be amazing. So, yeah, um, I, was, I just took over what you were going to plug for the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's nice to not have to beg for those likes and faves for once. Yeah, follow me. (laughs) (laughs) And you can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza. You can always check out the uh, companion stream on Twitch as well. That's at Nick Costanza every Monday at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, it's 8 p.m. now. 10 p.m. is just too dang late. Tyler, anything you'd like to plug? Yes. Um, uh, of course, Schnup69 across all platforms. I'd also like to plug a podcast that my friends do called um, uh, Charlie Kaufman's Entourage, uh, hosted by my friend Brent Flyberg. 
Uh, it's him and my friend Trev Swat. That is ending this week. It's if you're listening to this on the Thursday, it comes out. It will be ending tomorrow, which is Friday. And um, you might hear me um, have a long arc of characters uh, that come up every now and again. It's a really great podcast. I was really uh, honored to be part of it. Uh, my friend Brent, my friends Brent and Travis put a lot of work into it, and I think it's a really good podcast. What's it's it called bizarre. again? Charlie Kaufman's Entourage. I love it. It's great. Awesome. It started out as a vanity podcast from my friend Brent and uh, uh, morphed into a thing that he is now stuck in the internet somehow it's it's bizarre but it's fun it's like there's characters and bits and it's 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 a it's it's truly great so okay cool they have shouted out this podcast on on their on that uh on theirs many times and that's true awesome. communists we share and we will do <laughs> yes. the same right cheers, check that comrades. out <laughs> cheers comrades brent was nice enough to join us on the stream he's a great guy worth yeah. supporting Anyway, that's been enough of Reactivators. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Let